Hello, bingers. JB here. Back at a binge podcast. Going to start a new series here. Audio only. Going to carry it on Spotify. RSS.com. No YouTube. It's called Binge Banter. What I'm going to do is I'm going to highlight some of my responses that I've given to questions that people have posted on Twitter. All right. First question. Very generic, but I figured I'd start off slow with a Question posted by Neutral Zone Sports. Favorite all-time show? Again, pretty generic. 26 replies at the time that I responded. Star Trek, King of Queens, Walking Dead, Twilight Zone, Seinfeld, Good Times. Those are some of the responses posted to this question. My response was, and I got good feedback on my response, was All in the Family. To me, that's the greatest show ever on TV. Show still holds up over time characters were great. The thing about All in the Family that people forget, it all took place basically in one room. They would eat dinner or he'd be on his chair and go into the kitchen maybe. Very rarely did it venture outside that set, so the strength of the script had to hold up, and it did. Number two came from T.D. Nash. He's a frequent poster with a lot of these type of questions, which is great. This one was a picture of Dr. Jan left, bird on the right, and he asked you to make your selection on who you would take. Now, Bird, probably one of my, if not my all-time favorite player in the NBA. I followed the Celtics back before they got him, 29 and 53. My favorite players, Dave Cowens, Charlie Scott, JoJo White, late 70s, those were my teams. The Celtics loved them. Then I kept reading about this guy, Bird, 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 who they drafted out of Indiana State, and the rest was history. Dr. J, he was the highlight reel back then, right? Who remembers his two dunks against the Lakers in the finals? The one he scooped under the backboard, the other one where he started out at the left 28-foot line, just came in and slammed it home. So he was a human highlight reel back then. Followed Dr. J a lot because he was the marquee name, Dr. J. It wasn't Julius Irving back then and still isn't. It's Dr. J. I was there in the Meadowlands when he was on his retirement tour. He used to play for the Nets, got tickets to that game, was there in the stands watching them, pay tribute to him. Loved the game between these two guys when they got in the fight. The way I understand the story was Bird and his expert trash-talking sense was talking a lot of trash to Dr. J in this game and Dr. J got mad and they got into a fight. Apparently what was being said was every time Bird would hit a shot, come down to court, tell Dr. J how many points he has. Oh, that's 10 for me, one for you. That's 20 for me, that's five for you. I didn't realize this, I looked it up, but Bird had 42 points in this game and Dr. J only had six. I watched the video and Dr. J said that the fight started because Bird was called for an offensive foul on his end of the court as they were running up the court. He looked very agitated and Dr. J claimed that he looked like Bird was going to come after him. So he tried to hold him off. His hand slipped and next thing you know, they're in a fight. It's funny to see Charles Barkley talk about this because Barkley said that he got fined by the NBA for holding bird down but he said he didn't realize nobody was holding dr j back dr j said all along that him and bird were cool they always were i 
I guess this is just one of those games that Bird lost it, so to speak, right? You could take the flash with Dr. J. You can't go wrong. He won a championship. But it's me. It's Bird. Bird all the way. Bird top two or three players all time for me. I'm going Bird. Okay, next binge banter. Jonesen for sports is the person who posted this. And he does this a lot. It's really interesting. He'll take a team. He'll give you six to eight guys in the history that played for this team. And then he'll say, pick three. So this one he listed was for the Houston Rockets. Now, full disclosure, when he posts a lot, sometimes I don't recognize some of these players, especially when he posts NBA all-time teams. Full disclosure again, I stopped watching the NBA after the Celtics' big 3-1. That'd be Garnett, Pierce, and Allen. I can't watch the NBA anymore. To me, it's unwatchable. That's a topic for a whole nother episode. So some of the players that he posts are current day players. I don't, I don't know who they are. So I'll condense the list here. For this one, for the Rockets, he had a picture of Hakeem Olajuwon, Kenny Smith, Yao, Clyde Drexler, Rudy Tomjanovich, Moses Malone, McGrady, and Harden. Again, it's Hakeem, Kenny Smith, Yao, Clyde, Rudy T, Moses, McGrady, and Harden. There were 100 replies at the time that I replied. Most everyone had Hakeem on the list. Younger fans, you could tell they're the younger generation, generational gap here. We're picking McGrady and Harden. Here's my response. Kenny to feed the rock to the dream with Moses to clean up in the unlikely event Olajuwon misses. So Hakeem's one of my all-time favorite I was going to say Rockets, but I'm going to say NBA players of all time. I absolutely loved Hakeem. Loved him back at Houston, Five Slamma Jamma. Loved Kenny Smith. I always thought he was underrated, overlooked in the NBA. I followed him back to his days at UNC. Big Tar Heels fan. I think he's one of the smoothest guards I ever watched play the NBA. Another one that comes to mind when I think of a smooth guard is Isaiah Thomas. You can say what you want about Isaiah, but the guy was awesome. So again, I take Kenny to feed the rock into Hakeem. Now, unbeknownst to me, when I said this, I said in the unlikely event that Olajuwon misses, Moses will clean up the boards. Keep in mind the era that I grew up watching. I started watching basketball in the mid-70s, and I took it all the way to about 2006, 2010, somewhere around there. Moses was one of the guys that just dominated. He dominated, dominated, dominated. I always liked watching him because he was relentless in the paint, which is part of the reason why I can't watch basketball now because it's a three-dribble chuck from 38 feet. He owned the paint back in the day. Clear the boards. I used to love watching him go to the foul line because he'd be on the foul line, he'd be dribbling the ball, getting ready, and just sweat would pour off the guy. And I couldn't understand why... Someone could generate that much sweat. So I looked up his stats and it's funny I had this comment here because Moses, 13-time All-Star, three-time MVP, won championships. For his career, he averaged a double-double. 20 points, 12 rebounds. Let's break down, as, as I always say, numbers are what you want them to be. Break down to 12, peel back the onion. Seven defensive rebounds a game, 
five offensive rebounds a game. He averaged five offensive rebounds a game. So I looked a little further. He's the career leader by far in NBA history for offensive rebounds. So I was spot on here. Kenny feeds the rock to Olajuwon who puts it away. If he misses, there's Moses to clean it up. Okay, and last but not least today, this was posted by Sosa Knows All. He has a picture on the left, Mel Gibson in Braveheart. On the right, Gladiator Russell Crowe. I think I may establish some new rules with this one. It's called the binge push. <laughs> this is just a, this is a tough one. Braveheart or Gladiator? For me, I think there's a slight notch for Braveheart and Mel Gibson. But again, you can't go wrong with Gladiator. Russell Crowe, directed by Richie Cunningham, Opie, Ron Howard. So if both these movies were on at the same time, what would you do? I'd probably watch Braveheart and DVR Gladiator for later. So for me, slight edge goes to Braveheart and Mel Gibson. All right, well, that will do it for episode one of Binge Banter. I really enjoyed this. I hope you did too. We'll try to keep doing this here and there as I post things and things catch my eye that really is a good discussion topic if we were in person, if we we're sitting across a table talking about it. Be curious what your thoughts were. I think there's an area in Spotify where you can leave a comment if you want. Be curious to see what you thought. You know, I see people all the time on YouTube on Spotify, ask for five-star ratings, sub my channel. That's not why I do this. I do this for the pure enjoyment of just talking behind a mic. It's fun. I love it. And I hope it creates some enjoyment for you as well. Makes you think a little bit. There's a way that we can talk. Leave me a message. I'll get in touch. Maybe you come on here and we'll talk about things like this. I'll pose these questions to you and see what you think. Again, thanks. Appreciate you tuning in to Binge Banter Episode 1. Take care, everybody.